Hey everybody, this is Benny J. And this is your boy, Mr. Incredible 215 in the building! And this is Internal Explosion, the podcast. This is episode number five, Party Animal. Oh boy, and it is Friday too, so <laughs> that, that is kind of fitting. Are we getting Freaky Friday with it? With a nice little baboon on the hat? This is funny because we actually talked about this, I think, Two episodes, I think on our first episode together, I think we talked about the baboon, the blue booty baboon. Yes. yes. Well, we bringing them out and we all want you, we want you guys to see just how ferocious this funny little guy can get. He gets low. <laughs> My dude. Yeah. I, you need to unpack that a little bit. You got to unpack that a little Ooh. bit. He, he, he ain't a little dude. I mean, this dude, hmm. when left unchecked, can go bananas. No pun intended. Well, a lot of times when we think about a party animal, we're thinking about the dude or the or the or the chick, however you want to put it, who's going out there and who's just tearing it up in the club, uh, who's breaking it down real low. You know, we're talking, we're talking donk. We're talking all kinds of nonsense. We're talking about debauchery, drunkenness. Uh, we're talking about all types of sensuous living where everything is about seeking pleasure and getting as much dopamine hits as you can get. Mm. That was delight <laughs> delightful, man. My goodness. <laughs> if but, I didn't paint a nice picture for you, allow Chris to try to supplement me. Wow, that's a lot to unpack. So we, we were talking a, a couple minutes ago about uh, restraint. Which is interesting. When when people think about our, our faith journey and the club, they seem to be like two mutually exclusive things. Usually you go to the club and then the next day you pray it off for, for everything that you did in the club or, or in the sheets or you know anything like that, just to be real. Wherever you're getting funky. You're trying to pray that thing off. Like a monkey. On Sunday. But we're talking baboon. Which, which can get quite interesting. But as a as a believer, as a as a person of faith, I, I I know some people think that it's like very rigid. Like you can't do these things, you can't talk like this, you can't eat these things. Mm. But actually, you know, for a Christian, you have a lot of freedom. That's you true. you can be the life of the party. You can be a party animal. You can eat what you want. There there is a ton of freedom, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. There is a lot of freedom mm -hmm. in this journey, um, but not all of it's helpful, though. That is so true. And you think about what Paul talks about to the Corinthians, where he talks and he he says to the people, uh, "Not everything is beneficial." But first, he goes into how everything is permissible. So there's freedom in Jesus, where we're allowed to do the things that we choose to do. Because God is a respecter of will, even though he has an ultimate plan and purpose for our lives and for his, his kingdom uh, to be brought fully into play in the end. Uh, it's just an interesting thought that even back then in ancient times, Paul would be talking to these people in Corinth uh, just about their way of thinking, the way that they were speaking about their freedoms. They were using it loosely and depending on the grace of Christ to cover over everything they did. The problem with this is there's not, there's no wisdom applied to that thinking. It's just, we basically 
live today and we die tomorrow. It's, it's bordering on a hedonistic mentality uh, and depending on grace for salvation, but not being fully submitted and obedient, maturing in Christ, which there's a huge problem in that thinking. Uh, because when we get into that mindset where we use our freedoms to do dan- damaging and dangerous things, what are we show- What are we showing for ourselves? We're not showing restraint. We're not showing self-control. And if we don't have even those things, how are we going to love ourselves and love our neighbor? And how are we going to show love for God through obedience to many of the things he's commanded? Now, I know I said a lot. I know I did because I go in hard. Real hard. But Chris, I know you got some things that you you could say to, to where I'm going with this. Yeah, man. But uh, also another thing, it's like, some sometimes that just being boisterous and yes you do want to be a party animal well not you per se but we'll just say you occasionally I, I get down yeah but it's 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 also not trying to hinder someone else mm-hmm. so in the midst of you know tearing it up if it's to the detriment of someone else that's one of the things that you shouldn't do now it's not against the law but mm-hmm. it's definitely not helpful to do that yeah um you you were talking a, a little while ago um off camera about the the team dynamic when you're just like suck you you need all the attention you're sucking in all of the energy you're not helping the team mm-hmm. and so it's just just an eye um you're just one person trying to win all by yourself as opposed to yes placing people where they're supposed to be being being the point guard setting people up yes yes it's it's funny because a lot of times when you think of the party animal, so I was by no means the party animal in a stereotypical sense. I didn't drink much. I never smoked. I didn't do drugs. And I don't think I'm better than anybody on account of any of those things. But my point is I needed to be the center of attention. And I took away the opportunity for others to be able to be a fair part of the time we were supposed to be spending together in community. So there is another side of the idea of party animal where we can really be, in a sense, whoring for attention. And that's not, that's not good for anybody. Uh, you might be fun and people might uh, get some enjoyment out of you initially, but typically after the, uh, the dopamine wears off or you're satiated in all those ways, people are getting, they're going to get tired of you. You're going to get tired of trying to perform, to produce uh, in general. So there's this there's a real weakness to coming in as the party animal uh, because it's not inviting everybody else to be mutually a part of the entire party. You're also pandering to people. And I mean, we're, we're different from day to day, moment to moment. So if we're constantly chasing what, what people like, mm-hmm. then we, we lose sight of ourselves. Yeah. Um, now, even though he's not with the Eagles anymore, Carson Wentz, yeah, Carson Wentz, my dude. I like um, that guy. He has a um, he has an organization called Audience of One, mm-hmm. where that audience of one is, is God. You know, mm. he's playing for God, he's working for God, he's serving for God, and so yes, you can be a party animal. You can still do a ton of. You can pretty much do anything, but when you're doing it for God. When God is the only one you really care about above all things, I mean, not to say we shouldn't care about people, but mm-hmm. when when he's playing football, he's not hearing the jeers and the cheers in the crowd. Mm-hmm. He's like, God, am I am I doing this to your glory? Am I doing this? Am I making the most of my gifts and talents? Yeah. And so with that perspective, 
it, it's interesting to go into a club trying to kind of pander to everyone else and what they think you should be or how you should act. But if you went in with the perspective, God, I'm just I'm just in here for you. How would that change your interactions? How would that change what you drink? How would that change Oof. who you who you pull onto the dance floor or whatever? Like what what does that do to you when that is your sole focus? Uh, I'll say that when you keep your eyes fixed on on the Lord, uh, you're more you're going to be more prone to thinking how do I stay in line with the things that He's commanded of me and the wisdom that He's given me to understand how to make wise choices from moment to moment. Uh, so when we're just going off our feels, we're going to chase after whatever's in front of us that looks good. We're going to be under the shiny object uh, magnetism, if you will. We're going to be pulled toward anything that catches our eye or we catch a vibe with. The problem with just merely vibing is we're not thinking rationally anymore. We're just going after what we think will give us a sense of fulfillment in the moment. But if we're fixing our eyes on Jesus, we're going to get an opportunity to think, you know what? How should I approach this? You're, you're very focused. You're thinking in your awareness. You're very conscious of what you're doing and why you do it, making sure that you're being a model example for the people around you, whether you're at a party, you're at your house, you're at work. It doesn't really matter what the context is. But let me say this to Christians who are going to, let's say, the club or to parties where people are letting loose, getting crunk, throwing it back to little John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you want to make sure that you're not being a stumbling block to your brothers or sisters. Man, so so me being being a future pastor, if you if you see me in the club doing some all type of stuff, doing some things. That that could throw off your perception of of God. Truthfully, it could throw off your perception of God. Like, wow, does God allow that? This dude who says he's a God follower and is a, a preacher in training is doing all these things. Yeah. So that that's where the stumbling block comes in because mm -hmm. there's always eyes on us. I mean, all y'all got your eyes on us right now, but there are always eyes on us. You know, our family, our friends, our coworkers, perfect strangers. Mm -hmm. And yes, they're judging. Even though we say we shouldn't judge, people are always going to judge. Shoot, I judge, to be real. So yeah. when when I see people acting questionably, I'm like, who who are your people? Who's your who's your family? Who's where do you work? It's you are representing something, mm -hmm. and you want to make sure you're representing the right thing. And especially when we're performing and serving for the audience of one, if you're doing things that aren't consistent with that. That that's gonna throw off people's perception of who you serve, and yes. we're supposed to be honoring God at all times. To my man's point, we are ambassadors for Christ, and what is an ambassador? It's a person who goes to other kingdoms on behalf of their king to let the other kings know where they're coming from, where their king is coming from. They go and represent that kingdom. And we as ambassadors of Christ are going out to represent Christ everywhere we go. So if we're not representing the king in a way that is suitable, a way that actually demonstrates who the king is, we're not doing a good job as ambassadors. And that's a problem if you're a Christian. Right, 
Right. Yeah, let let me just be real real right now. Like that that whole thing about being an ambassador when when you're cognizant of who you're serving, it really does change the way you act, the, yeah. the way you think. I can remember years ago, um I was still married at the time. You know, there's there's a woman in the workplace mm-hmm. and I started to step into my 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 old ways of trying to grab the attention, like you know, just trying to be the party animal, trying to Flexing pander to a bit. Little, you know, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. But I remember those days. It's 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 one of those things that can be problematic because then I had to realize, you know what? I have a duty to my wife, I have a duty to God. This woman right here in front of me, yes, she's beautiful, yes, she's mad cool, but mm-hmm. for yeah. me. If I were to do anything, if I were to talk a certain way or act a certain way, and someone sees that, I- including her, mm-hmm. everything that I said about me being a man of integrity, a follower of God, that goes mm-hmm. out the window. Yes, it does. Because temptation in those moments, you could say all the right things, you could be all the right, you could have all the right attitudes in a moment. But if you start to slip, on something that is causing temptation for you and you bite into that, that tempting piece of cheese. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're trapped again. You're now becoming a slave again to sin because you submitted, you, you gave into that temptation. And like Chris said, the people that you're around, the people that you're witnessing to, that you're a living testimony for, those people are going to see that and they're going to remember, oh, wow. He talked all this stuff, but then I saw him do that. And that definitely doesn't align with the Christianity that I've been told about, even the stuff that he told me about. And that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, just, just a poser. Yeah, I remember I remember growing up on, on the block. Whenever you said something that was out of line, you would just get clowned for that. Like like they would talk about, yo, I got I got this this latest album. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. And then you come along, haven't heard the album. Like, yeah, that drone was hot. Like, really? and they're like, what are you talking about? You know, you cop that Spice Girls album. It's like, yo, name three <laughs> songs off that album. And you're sitting there like, ah, I don't know. It's like, yo, you phony. And I don't want to be phony at this point. You know, being, being a grown man, I don't, I don't want to be phony. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in the original Space Jam where Charles Barkley has lost his powers to be a good basketball player. And he goes up to the park and he sees all these girls playing at the park. They're playing ball. And he goes up and he's like, can I play with you? And they're like, yo, you Charles Barkley. And he was like, yeah. And they was like, yo, yeah, yo, you Charles. Yeah, let's play. Let's play. And they're playing and he can't perform. He is phony. And they all see it. And the one girl that's at the head of the shot, she looks at him and she's like, man, you ain't no Charles Barkley. Barkley, you just a wannabe that look like him. Be gone, wannabe. <laughs> that sticks out to me so much. But yo, know, how how true is that though? How true is that? You know, we 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 portray ourselves, we build ourselves up to be one person, and then it turns out we're not living up to that image, and mm-hmm. and th- then we gotta live with it. Yeah, but but yeah. So- something else about that, as I was just thinking about it. You know, if if I had rapped to that woman, mm. I would have been hurting myself. I I wouldn't go to hell for that as a believer. I mean, the the Bible is very strict about those unforgivable things. Sure. And so 
the unfortunate part of that freedom, and in my perspective, because I'm always looking for a way out, is how far can I go without stepping over the line? You know, always sure. trying to push those boundaries. But that goes back to Paul's point. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a ton of freedom, but not all of it is wise. And we have to really think about, is it hurting ourselves? Is it hurting others around us? Because the Bible does say, love God and love others. Sure. And so as a believer, everything has to be run through the filter of what comes with our belief. Yeah. You know, love God, love others, be people of integrity, perform for our audience of one, mm-hmm. and not be swayed by people's changing opinions, which change moment to moment. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to we don't want to be playing to other people's um, thoughts about us, uh, trying to always gain their approval. Because the reality is, approval with people it's always fickle. People are always fickle about their approval of things. You could do one little thing they don't like, and all of a sudden they're like, "Nope, stonewalling you. Nope, slamming the door in your face. Not interested in you anymore." All because of one little thing. People are finicky. So if you really want to put yourself on a solid rock foundation where you can get approval and find fulfillment everywhere and anytime, put yourself in Christ. Reason being is he is our affirmation. He affirms us in every way when we're living in him. He shows us the way to live. And when we actually obey and we follow that way, we're affirmed constantly. And that is a beautiful thing because it gives us confidence you never had in your own strength. You never had from other people. It doesn't exist. And it, that's so cool because we we actually do the opposite of what the world does. You know, we're we're stepping into freedom. Mm-hmm. Like when when we're not in Christ, we are chasing other people's approval. Yeah. And it's always a moving target. In, in Christ, approval is one thing. You know, love God, love others, believe in me. And so as we're we're actually going from a structure of chaos to a structure of order, and within order, we have more freedom, which is contrary to the world. It's like if if y'all don't like me, that is fine. Mm-hmm. I know God loves me. Yes. And so at at the end of the day, if if we're chasing after Christ, if we're chasing after God, we'll we'll end up living a more fuller life because that love is unconditional. You know, even if I have a little slip up here and there, that love is unconditional. Mm-hmm. If I slip up and people judge me, well, they're gonna judge me for a while, <laughs> and they're they're gonna judge me in different ways. Yeah. But God is going to love me and it's going to be unconditional. And there's freedom in that. There's freedom that every morning when I wake up, I know God loves me. I don't know if my people love me. I don't know if my wife loves me. I mean, sometimes I can be a jerk, (laughs) but but I know God does. Not you, I know God does. Now I have some some days, man. Me too. That'll be another episode. But, uh, But we talk about party animals and yeah, we can be a party animal because we have those freedoms. Yeah, no, it's it's true. As long as we're in Christ, we can dance like David, undignified. We could get we could get wild if we wanna. But it needs to be in the right way. It needs to be with some guidelines. It can't just be chaotic, all or nothing, free for all. But the reality is you have a choice. You could go for the free for all and still claim Christ. The problem with that is. You're not in accordance now with the way that he's modeled life for you. And it's really important that we stay in line. We stay attuned to what the scripture's telling us, to what the spirit's leading us to do. Um, and, and in some ways, in some ways, what tradition in the church holds. 
But I wouldn't say all traditions come from the same mold. Ooh, that that's three episodes right there, man. That's true. That, my goodness. And some, you know, I ain't hating on any churches right now with my statement, but some churches actually think that it's sinful to dance because they they think it's sexualized. They think it's going to draw you into the world and you're going to get ensnared by sin and, and Satan's going to swallow you whole and you got no chance if you dance. Wow. That, <laughs> man, my goodness. Well, if, if it causes your brother to stumble... Yeah. Then, then you know you might not want to grind on that chick in in the corner. But but if 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 they fine with it and it's respectful, then yeah, by by all means, the holy grinding, the, the holy grinding. So <laughs> it's just one of those things that you have to be mindful that people are watching. Like um, for those of you who have kids, oh my do you, do you, have you heard about Coco Melon Man? I'm going down low. You don't know what I'm going down for. I'm a down low. We, got, we have Coco Melon and Grinding in the same sentence. You heard it here first, folks. But there's a show called Coco Melon. If if you have kids, you've probably seen it. I can't stand it. I probably lost endorsement because of that. But I can't stand Coco Melon. I've never seen it. All right, you're better for it. So I'm listening to you're you. Better. I'm going I'm to get imagery from you. All right. Yeah, it's te- it's a terrible show. It's Yes, it's a terrible show. My kids love it. And so I said one day, I said, man, that's such a nightmare. I hate that show. Not even thinking that anyone was listening to me. My daughter heard it. And the next day, I come into the room, Coco Melon's on. My daughter turns around. Then she looks at my son and she's like, yo, we have to turn that off. Daddy's in the room. He doesn't like that. Ooh. And so... All that that's to a good say, child you, right there. You never love her. That's fantastic. I, love them both, I know yeah, you she, do. That's my one right now. No, but that is um, beautiful. For that. But all that to say is, you never know who's. Someone's always watching. You that's never know who is watching, truth. and it doesn't have to be a formal viewing session. People are watching you at work, at church. They're watching you when you play ball. They're watching you when you out with friends, and so you want to present yourself as a person of integrity because someone who is weakened spirit or mm-hmm. someone that is broken or coming in with a lot of baggage yep. and looking for hope and affirmation sees you acting less than admirable, well, shoot, that might have been the straw that broke the camel's back. Hey, So we, we have to be mindful of our interactions, even within our freedom. I got a story, a personal story I'm going to share. <laughs> it happened pretty recently. It was, uh, I, was, I was a part of a men's league uh, basketball team. And a lot of stuff went on in that in that space with that team. And I found myself acting really foolish at times, trying to establish a sense of control. And uh, I wanted to go in. I wanted to go in hard. I wanted to win. Uh, I wanted to be, I, I don't know, I guess I wanted some notoriety in some sense. And I realized over time that it was a very foolish endeavor for me to have ever ventured into it all. And what happened was I started having issues. I started having all these run-ins with my teammates, with the coach we had. Uh, And a lot of people were pretty gracious toward me, to be honest. But I got caught up in trying to be everything. I was trying to be the center of attention all over again. I wanted to get in there. I wanted to let loose. I I wanted to have control. I wanted to be the party guy. I wanted to be the man. 
And uh, I learned the hard way that that was incredibly stupid of me. And I'm not beating myself up because I learned my lesson. Uh, and I know that I know that I found forgiveness from some people. I had to go and make right with some people. Uh, but I, I was not a good example to those around me. Like dudes that I had been walking with for several years, uh, I, I was with them on this team and I did a very poor job of modeling Christ in that time period. So I say this to tell you that no matter how far along you come with Christ, you're going to have some downfalls. Your, your real character will be revealed in trying times when things don't go the way you want them to. And you're going to have to learn to take a humble bow sometimes and be broken down and seen for who you really are in order to be able to grow to who you're meant to become. So I'll tell you that story because I got skin in the game. I know I'm messed up. I know I got problems. I know I struggle with this, with this body, this mortality, uh, the carne, the carne, if you will, in Greek, I struggle with my flesh, like everything that's intellectual up here, all the reason I have the rationale I use, if it's not led by God's spirit and I'm not fully surrendered to his truth and his spirit, I'm not going to do right by him or by other people. I just want to let you know that. And 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 imagine the love if if it were left up up to people, mm-hmm. they they would have judged you for that, and they would have judged you for an indiscriminate amount of time. But God looks at us and says, "You know what? Just do better because you know better. Mm-hmm. Try again. Dust yourself off yep. because I've already paid for your mistakes." Yeah. And so one, once again, coming back to that freedom, you have the world standards that all they want to do is judge waiting for your downfall and just want to rake you over the coals. It's so true. And then you have God over here that's like, I know you're going to mess up because I made you, mm-hmm. but I love you. And I'm going to find a way for you to have a relationship with me. All things considered, I, I'd rather have the audience of one yeah. versus the audience of eight billion because yes. the audience of one is going to love me regardless, understands that I'm 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 flawed. Um, sees me behind this great polished veneer that I put out to the rest of the world, yes. but knows my fears, my concerns, my weaknesses, my downfalls, and doesn't judge me for it and says, you know what? I love you. And when someone invests that hard, you gotta, you gotta reciprocate that. That's someone that's worth having a relationship with. Yes. So I, I get a little passionate about it because it's like when, when we were growing up, it was always about chasing others approval Mm -hmm. but now now that we've left left our uh old ways and our young ways behind and we've grown up it's all about placing our faith in in the one that loves us the most and who doesn't judge us and yes i'm fine with that yeah and like chris has been saying throughout this episode you can have a party in the right context you can think about christ and think about the freedom you have and think about what it means to be obedient. What does it look like to live in accordance with the will of God? Uh, it's really great to know that you can dance. You can, mm. you can, you could swing. You could do whatever you need to do. You could, you could drop it down low. You know, within reason. Within reason. Yeah. You know, there's got to be a certain plane that you don't, you don't break. There's no butt winking. This ain't squatting. This is a bad squat. So, you got to understand. Have fun. Be free, but do it in accordance with the will of God. The truth that's stated in scripture, the model of Christ, go that way all the way. And you'll find yourself having freedom and excitement, uh, invigoration that you've never had. 
Wow. And I, I want to add to that because that's a Please. beautiful point. E- even if you don't memorize scripture, when, when you are alive in the spirit, the spirit moves you. The spirit will tell you, no, that's not a good move. Or nah, that, that chick or that dude over there, just just, just forget him. Leave, leave him alone. Leave that person alone. And so there have been times in both of our lives where we're going into situations and we feel that tug to say, do this, go through that door, talk to this person, or don't talk to that person, don't go through that door. Mm -hmm. And so when you are open to God's spirit, it's not like you're walking around with the Bible and cross-checking every situation. No, you have freedom. Um, In the moment, the spirit will move you. I mean, before before this, we prayed. Oh yeah, we we prayed for direction because we're going off the cuff. We don't have time to think about moment to moment. We're trusting that God's Spirit will move us and yes. guide our words, and that is the beauty. That's the freedom that there is some something, some being that allows you to be on autopilot to a degree yeah. that has seen around the corner already, even yes. though we can't, and has allowed us to have freedom, understanding that our pathway, if we listen, your mission, should you choose to accept it, has already been created for us. And that's freedom once again. Yeah. No, I'm with you, Chris. We don't have to worry because God already has it. He tells us to not put trust in our own understanding, but fully trust in Him. Literally forsaking our own understanding and saying, God, I'm all in. Whatever you show me is what I'm going to do. I'm going to seek you in every single way, every day in prayer. I'm going to seek you in the scripture, and then I'm going to apply it to my life everywhere I can. But every single thing I think, every single thing I do, I'm going to submit it to you in prayer, and I'm going to put my full trust in you alone. I'm not going to run around acting like I got anything in my own strength. So just to summarize, go to the club. Have yourself some fun. Um, do do what you got to do. You know, this is all about freedom. You can be a party animal, Woo. but but consider everyone else. You know, don't do it so that you're shining or trying to shine over someone else. Um, do these things in love. Yes. Um, do, all things do wrapped things. in love. Yes. Um, you know, be be mindful of your gifts and and use those gifts. You know, for for God's glory, because God's the one that gave you those gifts anyway. Yes. Um, and don't think of yourself as as more than anyone else. You know, equal playing field. I'm a person. Ben's a person. Y'all are all yes. people. Do not think of yourself higher or elevated than someone else. And if you do those things, yo, go hard. <laughs> yo, yo, get busy. Yo, be a party animal. Absolutely. Yeah. You wanna you wanna think of yourself with sober judgment. You don't want to think of yourself as higher than you are. So you might know what you can do. Don't sit around and compare yourself to other people. That's when you start making a hierarchy of who you're better than. It's not about them. It's about what you do with what God's given you for his sake, for his kingdom. That's it. Everyone else, it's almost like they're all non-playable characters. Mm. They're not for you to manipulate. They're not for your glory. They're not to use so that you can figure out how to elevate yourself. You're to consider them like you would consider yourself. And I am pointing my finger because yeah. it's that important. Yeah. No judgment. And You're let me point. So let me remember, I'm pointing this finger at you, but I got all the other ones pointing back at me. 
My man. And I, I know someone's listening like, man, even with all the freedom, there, there's a whole lot of a whole lot of rules. But just just think of it like this. You know, Jesus said, I came to bring you life and give yes. you life and life more abundantly. Yep. Just try it. Just Yo. try it. You know, we're we're in an age of fact checking and and sampling and all this <laughs> stuff. And my my mattress has has a ninety day um, sleep warranty on it. I can't help myself with the party <laughs> animal. I got that shimmy. And I mean, and and he's gonna he's gonna shimmy because he he's in his his party animal mode. ODB. But shim shimmy ya. It's, it's just one of these things. We just just try it. Just try it. Yo, tr- try Jesus for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this just turned into a straight up infomercial. <laughs> if you're not satisfied, you're money back. Guaranteed. And and you know, Christ Christ will take take you up on that offer. Say, so you know what? If if you go try me for a week, watch. Yeah. Try me for a week. If you go try me for 10 minutes, try me for 10 minutes. Christ will not fail. Mm. In, in 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 our in our very small and earthly parameters, the eternal God is gonna be like, that's it. You gonna give me ten minutes to prove myself? That's it. I'm like, all right, yeah. Sit back and watch God work. And after God <sighs> proves God's self, then you can do all these things and say, you know what? I, I I'm I'm playing. I'm living. I'm performing for an audience of one. All this stuff makes sense. It's not all about rules. It's about freedom. Because Christ said, I want to give you life. I want you to be a party animal. You know, yep. do your thing. But but do it in me first. Yes. Do it in me, and I, I will I will guide your footsteps. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to live like a party animal to just go in to live each life fully, make the most of those twenty four hours, man. He's already about to make make, <laughs> make use of his time. <laughs> we gonna have some good times, I'll tell you that. And the more that you focus yourself on Jesus, the more you recognize that. The rules that he's given us, the laws, the commandments that he's given us are actually to give us real freedom because they're not a snare for us. They're not, they're not winding us down to nothing. They're not things that will slowly, step by step, creep down to the grave. Because sin, when it's full blown, equals death. But it takes a while to get full blown. So you're going to be taking your step by step, if you're living in sin, to the grave. And we don't want that for you. We want you to be partying with us because guess what? This is this is brass tacks. This is the bottom line at lowest part of the foundation. If you have hope in Christ, you know what your faith is leading you to. You know you're going to be with Jesus forever in heaven. You're going to be you're going to be in the greatest most incredible place you could imagine. And you're going to be with your king, your lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord of Lords forever. And that's going to be, oh my goodness. If you read the scripture about what it says that heaven will look like, yo, it looks so dope. There's so much going on up there that we can't even grasp with our, with our, with our finite minds. The infinite is going to be baller. It's going to be out of control. So we'll leave you with that. And we'll thank you again for coming and checking out Internal Explosion, the podcast. We are so, so thankful that you're here with us and that we get an opportunity to pour into your lives. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm Benny J. Mr. Incredible 215 in the building. And this has been Internal Explosion, the podcast. Peace. (laughs) Wow, I'm about to party animal it up, man. It's about to be the weekend. 
bro, I don't think I'm doing nothing. I think I'm going to be chilling. I think I'll probably have some kombucha, a steak, some french fries. Nah, I ain't going to have no fries. That's that's how we do things when we're growing up. Talk yeah. about like practical stuff. Yeah, it's mad boring. It's so efficient. But you know what? I'm just thankful that my life has become simplified as well, even though I still like to get down on occasion. Mm. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm partied out. That's okay. my my introvert is showing. <laughs> a party animal these days is eating good food <laughs> and having a restful time. You you ever watch SpongeBob? Yeah. Oh, bro. So you already know. It's like, <laughs> hey, Patrick, your introvert is showing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Peace out. Yo, peace for real, yo. Or peace in. Yeah. Whatever you like. Dude, that door was that door was hot, man. That I, I thought last week was flowing. This one was was dripping, man. I love it, <laughs> bro. Why don't Why don't I wear my get wet hat? <laughs> I'm about to say, man. You get you have a